0: When we look in the book of Exodus, in the story of Moses' life, we find that Moses was born at a time when Pharaoh made a decree that every Jewish male should be thrown into the Nile, should be killed. Only the daughters should be allowed to live. When Moses was born, his mother kept him for three months. At the end of three months, she put him in a basket and put him in the river. Now, when Moses was born, his parents gave him a name, and that name was not Moses. Moses received his name, Moses, only after his mother put him in the Nile, in the river, and Batya, the daughter of Pharaoh, went down to the river, and she saw the basket with the little baby crying in it. She stretched out her arm, and she reached for the basket and brought the basket and took this little baby and brought him to the palace. At the time, he would a nurse from anyone, so she realized that this is a Jewish boy and she went to find Moses' mother, who became his wet nurse. But he remained in Pharaoh's palace. He grew up there as a member of the family. It was that time that when Batya, Pharaoh's daughter, named the new child that she just adopted, that she just found named him moses it's an egyptian name it means that i have drawn you out from the water so the question remains what was moses name when he was born and even more so moses was born a nice jewish boy shouldn't he have a nice jewish name a hebrew name yet the name he was given by batia by an egyptian remained his name forever, for all time. Moses is the only person who met God face to face on Mount Sinai, who brought us the Ten Commandments and brought us the whole Torah. And Moses is the name that we know throughout the whole Torah and all history. Probably the most famous person of all time was Moses. So why did the name Moses stick? Why is that his name? And what was his name at birth? Moses, when he was born, his parents, gave him a name his name was tuvia the root of the name tuvia is the word tov which means good as the bible writes that when moses was born it was good so they named him tuvia there are some other commentaries said that there may have been some other names that he was given but that was his name until pharaoh's daughter gave him her own name moses so now the question is being asked why is an Egyptian name given by a Gentile, given by Pharaoh's daughter, the name that remained for all time. The answer is an answer that each one of us can relate to, each one of us can connect with and such a beautiful, beautiful lesson that we can learn from it till this very day. So as Moses grew up in the palace, Moses grew up as a family member and he was a brilliant young man, who really impressed everyone, impressed Pharaoh, impressed the whole family, and they treated him as their own, as a prince. As a matter of fact, he was in line to inherit the throne, that when Pharaoh were to pass on, then he would be the next here to inherit the throne. So he was in for a great journey of life. So here, as Moses grew older, he is walking along the way in Egypt, and he notices how an Egyptian is beating up a Jew. Moses looked around and he had a moment as I refer to it a Moses moment. He had a dilemma. He had two choices right there and then a logic choice a rationalized choice. Now what is Moses to do right now when he's witnessing a fellow Jew being beaten almost to death by an Egyptian now. If he were to interfere and try to save the Jew, he'll probably have to kill that Egyptian. But if he does that, then his grandfather, -grandfather, step-grandfather, Pharaoh will hear of it. And Moses is going to have to flee the country in hiding because of killing an Egyptian. And he would then thus lose any chance of becoming the next to sit on the throne. See, so he may have made a calculated decision. Well, if I just continue on and I ignore what's happening, then I will eventually become the heir to the throne. And I will be able to free the three million Jews that are being enslaved. See, at the time, the Egyptians were enslaving the Jewish people, There about three million of them. Egypt became one big concentration camp. And Moses thought, you know, if I just continue on my way and not do anything, not interfere. As a matter of fact, it's not a unique thing. The Egyptian is beating up a Jew. That happened every day, all the time. They were enslaving them. They were torturing them. So this is just another event that's happening. So why should I interfere? And let me just continue on my way. And eventually I will reach the throne. And eventually I'll be able to do so much more. Not just save one Jew. I'll be able to save three million Jews. That was one choice. The other choice was, here in front of my eyes, I see an Egyptian beating a fellow Jew almost to death. How can I ignore that? How can I just continue on walking on my way and making believe it doesn't happen? Moshe looked to the right, to the left, and I call this the Moses moment. He saw that there is no one looking. No one is there to help out. No one is there to make a difference. So I have to do at any cost, even at the cost of giving up my whole future, that I'm going to go from a prince to a homeless runaway to a different country. But I cannot stand by and watch my fellow Jew being beaten to death. That was the Moses moment. He jumped into action. He went ahead. He attacked the Egyptian. Eventually had to kill him to save the Jewish life. Then he buried the Egyptian. And then he realized that he's now going to have to flee the country, because if Pharaoh finds out about this, it will be the end of him. And that is exactly what happened. Moses had to flee the country. He fled Egypt, made his way to Midian. And as they say, the rest is history. So now let's analyze this. Let's dive in and ask ourselves the question. Why did Moses jump in? Why did he take the action that he did? Which seems to be irrational, saving one Jew versus ability to save three million Jews later on in life. If he succeeds and inherits the throne. But yet Moses did not pass by this opportunity to save even one Jew. The answer is in his name. How did he get his name? So let's think about this. Little baby Moses is three months old. A crying baby in a basket in the Nile River. Batya, Pharaoh's daughter, is at the river and she sees this basket. She could have ignored the basket, just let it float away into the abyss, and another Jewish child would be lost. Or Batya took initiative. She jumped into action. Great risk! She's disobeying her father's Pharaoh's decree that all Jewish males be killed. So she's going to go against her father, against a decree, putting herself at amazing risk to save this Jewish child in the basket. She did not turn a blind eye to what's happening, but she jumped into action. And that's how she saved Moses. And when he got the name Moshe, he would always remember that the reason why he is alive is because someone did not turn a blind eye to what's happening. Someone took initiative. Someone jumped in. And saved him, thus he realized that me too, my life needs to be conducted in such a fashion that I should never ever turn a blind eye to anything that's happening and making believe I don't see it for some other reason, rationalized reason. when you see something happening, you do something, see something, do something, jump into action. That is why his name Moshe, was the name that stuck. Because it reflected his whole existence, his whole being, why he is, who he is. And thus it formed his life thereon. When he fled Egypt and went on to Midian, and he became a shepherd, as he was with his flock, one sheep went astray. Moses ran towards that one sheep that went astray, and he lifted it up, put it on his shoulders, And as he's walking with the sheep, he apologized to the sheep and saying, I'm sorry that you had to go astray. It must have been my fault. I probably wasn't paying attention to you. Please forgive me. And he brought the lost sheep back to the flock. When God saw that, this is Moses. This is the one who qualifies to be the redeemer of the Jewish people. And that is when God appeared to Moses at the burning bush and gave Moses the task to go and free the Jewish people from 210 years of slavery. What a beautiful lesson we all can learn from Moses. That we all need to remember how grateful we are to be for being in this world. Throughout our journey in life, we all have had our moments, our miracles that came our way, whether it was surviving birth, surviving childhood, surviving growing up, and surviving life in itself not to take it for granted but rather to be grateful rather to realize how fortunate are we that our parents brought us to the world no matter what kind of relationship we have with our parents no matter how they treated us the good the bad the ugly god forbid we're still here and we need to remember that our journey is need to be like moses to always pay it for it that's what moses did just because he was saved by Batya, who didn't turn a blind eye, but took action, took initiative, jumped in and saved him. He paid it forward. He was able to save the Jew who was being beaten up by that Egyptian. Paying it forward is a fundamental part of life and of Judaism and of humanity. Always be grateful for every moment of being alive and and jump into whenever you can, because you may have a Moses moment in your life. But remember that moment and you jump in and you make a difference. When Batya, Pharaoh's daughter, was at the Nile, at the river, she saw the basket. And very interestingly, the Bible records this amazing story in detail. And the Bible writes that Batya stretched out her arm to reach the basket. Well, Moses was put in the river by his mother and it was just floating away. Batya was so far away from the basket. There was absolutely no possible way for her to reach out and grab the basket. So how did she actually get the basket? And even more so the question is, if it was so far away, why did she stretch out her arm? There's absolutely no chance that her 12-inch arm is going to be able to reach the basket. So what's the point of stretching out the arm? You know, go grab a fishing rod, go on a boat, go save the child. But standing at the shore of the river and just stretching out your 12 inch arm, trying to reach this basket doesn't make any sense. Actually makes a lot of sense and such a beautiful, beautiful lesson to be learned from it. When Batya saw the basket floating, she wanted to save this child, but she didn't know how to. So she did whatever she could she made an effort she lifted her arm and stretched it out forward even with the impossibility of it reaching the basket but she exerted her best that she can and the rest she relied on god and guess what happened her arm miraculously stretched out became a telescopic arm long enough to grab the basket and bring it in when you think about this, it's such a beautiful lesson in life that sometimes we can make the impossible possible. When we are faced with a situation and it seems to be impossible for us, just make an effort. Stick out your arm. Do whatever you can. And then you will see that God will do the rest. My dear father, may you rest in peace, would always tell me this line, you do your best, and God will do the rest. And that is what Batya, what Pharaoh's daughter, taught us. She stood at the shore at the river, and she saw the basket, and she knew there was no way she could possibly reach it, but she stuck out her arm. She took initiative. She did her best. She did whatever she could, and the miracle happened. And this is what we learn from Moses and from Batya, that to realize and appreciate everything that happens to us in life, be grateful for life, and take initiative, Don't turn a blind eye to anything that's happening, anything that comes. You see something, you do something, and dive in, become the one to make the difference. Because that is why we exist. That is the reason why we exist. The day we were born, God said the world can no longer exist without us. God needs us. God needs you. God needs us to be ambassadors of good, to be able to be the ones out there doing whatever we can to help humanity in any way possible just like Moses did so next time you have a Moses moment jump in dive in take initiative don't be scared do what you have to do because that is your mission and that is your destiny and just like Batya when she stretched out her arm the miraculous event occurred so with us do a little bit and God will do the rest and God will bless you and protect you that in the merit of the name of Moses in the merit of Batia, the Jewish people were redeemed, just like we redeemed them. We pray and we hope that the whole world will earn its redemption to better and greater times, speedily in our days. God bless you. God loves you.